Podcast Maps Season 2, Episode 4, How to Rank Podcasts. My name's Graham Brown. We're exploring the world of podcast SEO and core to that world are rankings. Increasingly so, your ranking on Apple and in more importantly now on Spotify will determine your success long-term and your audience. So today in this short episode, I'm going to share how it works and why they're important, how to build organic traffic and the seven C's of ranking, which are best practices, the seven factors you need to consider a checklist, if you like, to improve your ranking. So stick around to find out how you can rank your podcast. So a bit of history. I've produced over 1,000 podcast episodes now, and for the longest time, I focused on audience, and that was fine because that was the only metric we ever had. Maybe you had some granularity in that audience data from your hosting platform, for example, browsers or locations of access, engagement data, etc., that's fine. I mean, these are all effectively audience numbers, but yet they're the least controllable numbers when it comes to success. And today I want to introduce to you rankings and why that matters more. So what are rankings? Well, if you were to look at Apple and Spotify podcasts, you'll see increasingly they're focusing on ranking the content. Why? because rankings effectively are social proof. I mean, we've always used rankings in the consumption of content, whether it was vinyl in the old record stores, the charts, or it is apps on the app store. We enjoy rankings. They're not only useful for us as consumers, but they're also useful for publishers because they can see their relative position to their competition or where they consider that they should be in that category. And they are becoming increasingly important for Spotify and Apple as a discovery tool because a large number of podcasts are being produced regularly. And also a large number of those podcasts are inactive. You look at the data saying there's 2 million podcasts and yet more than 50% have publish less than five episodes. So Spotify and Apple don't want to prioritize that content. They want to prioritize fresh content, content that is keeping people coming back because the model of Spotify and Apple really is now reliant on you coming back to the platform and consuming regularly. So in the same way you would design an your website with Google in mind, you should also design your podcast with Apple and Spotify in mind. And the in mind is how the algorithm works. And if you want to get inside the black box, you have to look at what the black box considers to be good content. And the only way we can see that is through its recommendation engine, which is rankings. Because rankings aren't literal, meaning number one, probably gets more 
audience than number two, but not always. In the same way, if you were to search for any keyword term on Google, the number one result isn't the most trafficked website. It doesn't need to be. It happens to be the most relevant. And Google worked that out a long time ago. It wasn't the most popular, but it was the most relevant to your need right now. And in the same way, Apple and Spotify are operating from the same MO that they want to serve content that is the most relevant to you, that is quality. In the same way, Google ranks page quality. Spotify and Apple also rank podcast quality with their own algorithms. And from that, they can determine what is good content, i.e., is it consistent? Do they publish regularly? Are they publishing within the standard deviation of the standard distribution of length, audio length, title length, etc.? Do they have keywords we can discover them with, etc.? So if you were to look at how Spotify and Apple work, rankings is a key part of what they're going to recommend to people. If I consume Apple and the podcast app, in any category, I'm going to be recommended other podcasts people listen to in the stripe at the bottom. That's really important. A lot of discovery happens through that. Listeners also subscribe to or top management podcasts. That's all based on category. So your organic traffic and therefore your most important success factor is your ranking. Now, how does this work? So ranking doesn't necessarily rely only on audience. As I said, number one probably has more traffic than number two, but not always. You can assume that number one has more than 10, uh, but then it starts to get a little bit less defined. The reason being is that you have to go back to the model that Apple and Spotify want to give you content that serves their business model, not necessarily purely serves your interest in finding the most popular content because there's a payoff, isn't there? In the same way Google needs that. They can't just serve you the content that pays the highest pay-per-click. They have to make sure that that's quality. Otherwise, people will lose faith in the pay-per-click system. In the same way, Spotify and Apple need to make sure that they're serving good quality content to you as opposed to one that's getting a lot of traffic simply because they're heavily promoting it or they have a big guest. The ranking on Apple works through a number of factors. It's a black box. I don't know exactly how it works. I only know that it does work and it has an effect. It's a combination of your raw audience and also the velocity. So for example, if you're seeing a, a sharp increase in your podcast audience over a short period of time, that's velocity. And then also all the other meta factors which come into play, for example, your consistency, your cadence, your engagement rates. You know, Apple doesn't want to serve up podcasts that have a poor market fit, i.e., you know, 50% of the audience drops off within the first 25% of the podcast. That doesn't bode well for their subscription model. So if you have a lot of traffic, but a large percentage of these people are dropping off or not converting to 
subscribe subscriptions or at least listening to another episode then apple in particular will look at that and think actually that's not great content and that also reinforces my point to you podcasters out there that if you're relying on guest sharing then actually that could be damaging your podcast long term what i mean is is that if you're purely relying on guests sharing episode to episode what it does is generate a lot of flyby traffic to your episode you know the fans of john listen to the episode with john but not mary so in terms of engagement data how spotify and apple will read that more so as time progresses that that here is a podcast that gets a lot of traffic but it loses all that traffic there's no stickiness and is that the kind of content that we want to promote maybe not because if i'm going to now use that limited real estate to serve up recommendations listeners also subscribe to chances are i'm not going to pick yours because you have a history of flyby traffic i would rather have less traffic but people sticking around because that's how i can organically grow this thing otherwise i'm relying on you just getting big guests all the time and that ultimately is diminishing returns over time rankings are very important because they are the upstream metric that controls the downstream the upstream is ranking the downstream is audience over time meaning if we were to compare ourselves 2015 and today then audience would have been everything but now it's changing and now for the factors i've talked about firstly that apple and spotify want sticky content that brings people back and therefore they want you to design with them in mind and less guest sharing so on that basis your ranking will have a big impact on your organic traffic and the second factor is is that organic traffic is increasingly important because the guys at the top are getting a lot more traffic disproportionately to what they were 5 years ago it's not democratically distributed across all rankings and it's in the same way with google search as they say the best place to bury a dead body today is in page 2 of google search results and that will become increasingly the case with rankings that if you're below the fold whatever the fold is in rankings you won't get anything and therefore you won't show up on those listeners also subscribed to and you'll miss out because now your podcast will be completely reliant on guest sharing and you'll be stuck you'll be stuck in a plateau maybe you're around about 200 to 500 listeners for each episode and you'll never get out you'll be stuck there forever and you're constantly hustling to get a better guest and a better guest and your numbers will just keep going down and down and down the only way to get out of that is to focus on organic traffic and the only way to get organic traffic is rankings because once apple and spotify turn the fire hose on they can send you a lot of traffic but you have to understand how the rankings work So in summary here are the seven Cs and I'll talk about these in each of the episodes in this series. 
the seven C's of how to rank podcasts. First C, category. Make sure you're in the right category. A lot of people don't even know what category they are in. If you're on, for example, SoundCloud as a hosting platform, it gives you really lousy category choices. It may have changed. Obviously, SoundCloud was first, the music platform, second, the podcast one. So it may be worth looking at what categories your podcast host offers you because your choice of category will impact a lot. Not only will it have a significant impact on the competition, i.e., for example, if you're in nonprofit as opposed to technology, the competition levels are significantly lower. But it would also have an impact on organic traffic alignment. If you're in nonprofit, but you're actually a tech company, nothing to do with nonprofit, you're not going to get a lot of aligned organic traffic. And that aligned organic traffic is the compounding you need to grow your podcast long term. Second C is content. This is what I talked about in the other episodes about meta, i.e. the length of your podcast. Make sure it's within the standard distribution of what people expect within your podcast category. Go and listen to that podcast episode about how long should a podcast be, episode two in this series. There's also meta factors like, for example, your description length and how you use keywords within that description. These are really important. I won't go into too depth in now because that requires a whole episode in itself when it comes to on-store search. Cadence, I talked about in the last episode, how often should you publish and also consistency, the deviation in your publishing cadence are important to building organic traffic. If you want to understand what the baseline of good practice are, go and listen to season two, episode three, how often should I release new podcast episodes? Now we're getting into the actual in-content SEO factors. I'm not talking about keywords. These are accepted. That's another subject entirely. But the remaining C's, three C's are conversation narrative. Your series needs to have a narrative framework. If you're simply interviewing people because you just have them available in your network, you have to ask yourself, what is the factor that's bringing my audience back episode to episode? Because it's not about the guests now. That was five years ago. It's about the conversation narrative. What is the overarching framework for why I'm now going to listen to all of these episodes? So in this case, for example, season two of Podcast Maps, it's all about podcast SEO. I'm hoping that if you're interested in SEO and building on organic traffic for your podcast and not constantly hustling to just keep the podcast above water, then you'll listen to all the podcast episodes in this series. That's a conversation narrative. It can be put together very easy. In the same way, if you were to publish a book, it has a cover and inside that book are chapters. The conversation narrative is the cover. It's the blurb on the back, like why you should pick this book up and read it. How is it going to make a difference to you? Does it grab your attention? Does it make sense? Does it sound like it addresses what you want to consume? Let's have a look at the remaining C's, callback. So callback is what I've just said. It's a radio term, for example, 
to get you to go back to a previous episode or a future episode. As this is not an appointment to listen, like in the world of radio, you can go and listen to all of them. So for example, if I said, go and listen to season two, episode three, which is the episode before that, that is all about the, probably the most important factor in, in your podcast is how often you should publish. If you haven't checked that one out, it's worth a listen. It's only 12 minutes long. That's a callback. And what will happen is, is after this episode, you will now go and listen to episode three. And remember what I talked about with the Spotify and Apple algorithms. It's the same way Google measures bounce rate on websites. That's the equivalence of your bounce rate. The way to reduce bounce rate on a website is getting people clicking through. You can't obviously click through on a podcast, but what you can do is go back or go forward in the series. And Apple and Spotify like that because it's saying that this content is completely relevant to the last episode. And therefore, this is interesting content because there's a through story and a narrative that continues to keep people interested. It's not a podcast reliant on guests. I don't have any guests on this podcast. It's simply the content narrative and the fact it's useful for you. And lastly, community. If you look at the world of radio, one thing that radio does really well that podcasts don't do is community. And if you're a local radio station, you survive and thrive on the community. You, you are up against the big networks. You survive on the fact you're part of the community. Now, in the radio days, they would have call-ins or readers mailbag, or people would send emails. Often reporters would go out into the community and speak to people, part of events, interview people. That shows that the community and the content were one of the same. And the reason why this is important and what we have to learn in podcasting is that a lot of people approach podcasting from the wrong perspective. And if you spend any time in radio or talking to people from radio, you'll soon learn that even though radio as a technological medium is becoming defunct, the ideological mindsets and the knowledge which radio people bring to podcasts are really important. And that is that you cannot create radio from the position of what do we want to talk about, which is a vast majority of podcasts today. Meaning that I want to talk about garden furniture and therefore I'm going to do a podcast about it. Now, you have to look at that last factor in terms of your intrinsic and your extrinsic motivations for doing the podcast. Intrinsic being what makes you happy. If, for example, doing a podcast about garden furniture makes you happy, then fine, do it by all means. I'm not one to police your happiness. However, if you're doing it for extrinsic motivations, which is I'm creating this podcast for business development or communications or marketing, and I'm doing it because it needs to move the needle in my business, then the last factor becomes critical, community. Because if you're doing it because this is what you want to talk about, then you are excluding the community. However, if you're doing it because this is what the community wants and what is a pain point for them, 
then you're involving them in that journey. Then they're part of it. They're co-creating that narrative with you. So the starting point with that is what do listeners want to hear? Because their attention is the most valuable commodity in communications today. And on top of that is how do you then work with the community? There are podcasts that have Facebook groups, for example, and manage them very successfully. There are businesses that involve podcasts, communities through Q&A or through email, through talking to them, asking them questions, getting their feedback and making them part of it. Whether you do it live or you do it post, that's really important. Responding to your audience, talking to them, mentioning them, listening to their pain points and addressing them. Like every single question I'm addressing in this series is a question which people have asked me over the years about podcasting. And rather than me constantly repeating those questions behind closed doors, I wanted to take that content and share that with you today. So today was about how to rank podcasts. We talked about the importance of rankings. We talked about how they work, why they're becoming more important, and the seven C's. Next episode, let's put all that together and talk about increasing podcast audience. Because the big mistake that a vast majority of podcasters have, and I don't want you to make, because this is the default operating model for podcasters, is that new episode, get a guest, get the guest to share. New episode, get a guest, get the guest to share. Not only does that not work like it used to, it may also be limiting your podcast and hampering growth long-term. So if you want to find how to increase podcast audience, importantly, how to build organic traffic, tune in to season two, episode five of Podcast Maps with me, Graham Brown. <laughs>